this week on the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. Embreg Baby Uncles is the we, that's the new name of the podcast. Embreg Baby Uncles. Embreg Ass it's, Baby it's, Uncle. It's just a it's a podcast about following the journey of a pregnant woman from the perspective of two dudes. Embreg Baby Uncles. <laughs> There's no woman, but we do the exact same podcast just just with two dudes. Because if there's one thing pregnancy needed, it was men to commentate on it. Hey kids, it's time for the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast! Good morning, Ah. guys, gals, and NB pals. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse, alongside my co-host, Morgan. Morgan, how are you feeling? I'm scared. I know you're going to do it every time, but you always come in so hot, and it scares me. I have to, I have to feign the energy. It's how you get the audience in. It's a, what is that? Like first 30 seconds of a podcast got to hook someone, you know? So we have the intro, we have the jingly sounding music. We have a, uh, this is what's coming up. Here's the funniest part of the episode. So don't worry. It'll get better than the intro. Yeah. Well, are, we, well, are we keeping in all the masturbation jokes we said for like five minutes straight? Did you, record uh, that's it? up to God. Were you recording that? If yes. Okay. I was recording. Good. We're keeping in. Okay. Five so minutes I, all right. Well, have fun with this that with that uh first five minutes of this surely hour fifteen podcast. Hey Jesse, so what one thing yeah. did we watch this week? Um, well, I have some interesting news on that. We didn't. We watched not one thing, not two things, not three things, not four things. We watched five, 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 five things. Wow, that's crazy. So. Mistakenly, at the end of the last episode, we requested, hey, we're sick of watching bad shit, but we like recommendations and we know that our audience hates us. So send us a roulette. Send us like four bad things and one good thing. And a loyal viewer of the show, one farming artist, has decided I will do exactly that. Here is the roulette of shows that I would like you to watch. And you know what? We said, let's hit them all. Fuck it. This person knew how to hurt us when they wrote this list. We were very targeted by this <laughs> list. This was a very uh, intentionally written out and curated list. This is a criterion collection list here. Emphasis on so, cry, because that's what it made me do. Yeah, so let me. Emphasis I, I, I on got tear because that's also what it made me do. So I, I got a list. Here's the order of the list that it's in. She sent Ninjago the series, the Dragonlance movie, Joshua and the Promised Land, Jimmy Neutron season three, episode 10, specifically that's fucking ominous you know that's that's gonna be something weird (laughs) and butch hartman's the garden now what we're gonna do here is we we as i said we watched all of these things we watched a couple of njago episodes we watched dragonlance movie and joshua the promised land a couple of the garden episodes and we watched technically we technically overstated our assignment on the jimmy neutron episode for reasons we'll get into but we watched all of them, and we're going to, by the end of this episode, determine which of these is the good one. Because it's only one, as far as one farming artist is concerned. As far as they have told us, one of these is good, four of them are bad. If they followed the prompt correctly. Yeah, if they uh, if they understood the assignment, as the uh, 
as the kids say. So where where do we do we want to start with uh, Jim uh, Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, we might as well. That was that was uh, the thing we watched a lot of. So we okay, we were given there's a reason for that. Yes, we were given this episode season three episode ten was it? Yeah. All right. So we looked that up, uh, and we were and it was the episode League of Villains. So we watched that. It's the episode where all of Jimmy's past villains, including King Egg Yolk Man from the Planet Chicken thing from the movie, yeah. is in it. And this is like the first time in the show he shows up, I'm pretty sure. Um, is it really? I think so, yeah. Because he, he was just strictly in the movie. Um, and we watched that whole thing, and it was a pretty good episode. Um, there were a bunch of callbacks. It was kind of a culmination of the series. So it made sense that this was the one that we were told to watch. As it turns out, I had, as we looked at, we looked at that episode again and we're, and on Google, we were given multiple answers onto what episode season three, episode 10 is. Yeah. So like season three, episode 10, we look it up on one place. It gives us the league of villain episodes. We look it up. And what's interesting is that in the airing of Jimmy Neutron, uh, Wikipedia tells me this, that episode is meant to be, the series finale in production order. Despite the fact that I don't think it aired in that order, it wasn't made in that what order, f- but in production order, it's the series finale. What the fuck is with shows, especially like cartoon shows, just like the network not giving a fuck about when shows are intended to be aired. Like, uh, I, like I'm still seeing tweets from like uh, Rebecca Sugar and Ian Jones Quarterly about like, oh yeah, Steven Universe was not meant to be aired this way at all. Like, uh, we were begging constantly. Don't no do fucking this. shit. The Cartoon Network pissed me. Okay, that fuck. I wanted to die, right? And that's that was the last one that proved to me. Oh, none of these networks know how to air a cartoon, right? Legend of Korra got fucked over by Nickelodeon because Nick's like, ah, eh, we'll just air it at a weird death time slot, and then also later online. But the last few episodes on TV, I don't remember. Uh, Disney, wait, I am wait, to wait, this wait, day. Wait, wait. Korra wasn't aired completely on TV. I believe the first two books were on TV and then book three went to online only. What? And then book four was like online only for a majority of it. And then I think back to TV for a couple, the last few episodes. That sucks. That sucks. So truly psychotic, right? They fucked that show bad. And then I am to this day convinced that gravity falls was not meant to end on episode two or on season two, but it got such it got so fucked in the airing dates and times that Alex Hirsch said, screw it. We're doing it now. I don't care. I don't want to deal anymore. Which sounds very Alex Hirsch. Yes. Uh, I'm just called Cartoon Network had it. I'm but. I'm going to work on literally every other cartoon for the next 10 years. Instead, <laughs> I'm going to have a production credit everywhere <laughs> and you'll feel it. I'm going to, you know, when this is an Alex Jones uh, joint, I'm going to slap my name on product on, uh, on I'm going to slap my name on shows like, uh, like Hicks in the deep South slap Joe Biden stickers on gas stations. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I also want to correct. I said Alex Jones for a second there. I meant Alex Hirsch. <laughs> These are two drastically different Alexes. And then, yeah, Cartoon Network fucked, did it with Steven Universe where they go, hey, we have a, good, a pretty good show here. I think this is the one that'll take over where Adventure Time's going to leave off. What if we aired it five episodes at a time once every nine months? Yeah, so that was rough. That was hard. It was a hard time to be a Steven Universe sense. But 
Steven Universe is popping off online, apparently, despite everyone consistently, for some reason, the internet. The, ten Turned years, hard. It, ten years later, they're still like, Steven Universe, bruh, 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 this show sucks, woke garbage, bruh, 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 bruh. It's <laughs> like, it's not even on anymore, bro. Get over it. Get a life. <laughs> and then, but but it's actually like doing really well on HBO Max right now. Like specifically right I, yeah, now, I, it's I like heard topping that. the charts, which is great because it's a really good show. Secondly, the re- we're talking about massive schedules. So I had the the uh, I I had the Spidey sense that we may have watched the wrong episode. So I, as we're about to record, I hit up one farming artist, and I'm like. Yo, when you say Jimmy Neutron, it sounds like you're being really specific, but when you say Jimmy Neutron season three, episode 10, I need you to be more specific than that. (laughs) What do you mean by this? And they say, not the episode we watched. So so we had to watch it again. And what we watched was, uh, what was the episode actually called? The exact title? Episode, Who's Your Mommy? Yes. This episode is famous. For being one of the many shows, cartoon shows, featuring M. Craig. We watched the M. Craig episode, and quite frankly, like, when we watched the League of Villains episode, I go, this is a fun episode, this is a pretty good one. I think One Farming Artist, they just like this episode. And now that we learned the actual episode we were supposed to watch, I realize, oh no, she wants to hear us suffer. Yeah, so- Fuck. Yeah, so M. So, Jesse- why don't you yeah. go ahead and give us a quick rundown of what Mpreg is? Okay. You ever wonder if what we're doing is a mistake? <laughs> so, Mpreg is shorthand for male pregnancy, and it's it it. I don't want to say the word's very common, but it got sort of weird levels of prominence in a lot of web comics. I think Homestuck brought it up a bit. Either Homestuck did or fan art Homestuck did. Listen, I know it's a big Tumblr thing. It's been a thing since Greek mythology, bro. Um, yeah, I don't duh, think convince don't, me you're wrong. Convince me, bro. I'm right and you know it. I don't know if Zeus popping out uh, Athena. Athena. Yeah, I don't think Zeus popping out Athena counts as mpreg absolutely it does all right well what about chronos eating the babies and they have to see section the eating the 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 new gods and they have to see section themselves out i feel like that's vaguely different as well that's vor and mpreg bro <laughs> it's definitely vor. We, no mpreg they have to what? grow inside him for it to you be mpreg we do give the greeks a lot of shit for being disgusting freaks Right. Deservedly. Yes. But now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of modern day like internet niche fetishes were like straight up in the golden showers, bro. That's a Greek myth. (laughs) Uh, Well, I I would probably put that onto, again, Tumblr because Tumblr was always horny for Greek mythology. (laughs) And so, of course, they're going to steal from them the, the filthiest, raunchiest shit they can. Other notable uh, Western cartoons that have featured Mpreg. Fairly odd. Here's parents. a list. Yes, yes. Uh, if we're counting popping babies out the head, Adventure Time. Yeah. Um. Oh, shit. What was the other one? There was another one. 
Hello, my baby. Hello, my. If I just honey. if I just Google Emprey cartoons, I come up with oh horrible things. Okay, that didn't, yeah, that didn't yeah, answer yeah, my question yeah, at yeah. all. No, 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 no. There was one more. Oh Jesus! I think it is mostly like a fanfic thing. People love fanfic writers and Tumblr artists love them some Emprey. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not seeing oh, it right now. Ben Ten. There is a Ben Ten episode. Yes. In, in, what? in Ben 10 oh, Ultimate Alien. Oh, is that Alien for it? Or yeah, Ultimate yeah, Alien with the, the ghost? Big chill. Big chill. I hated that shit. <laughs> Big chill. That happened. I hated that shit so much. No, because there's like, oh no, it's another ghost freak. And the ghost freak arc in Ben 10 was awesome. So you're thinking, oh shit, they're bringing that back. That's going to be sick. And it turns out to just be a front for Empreg. Fuck you, Ben 10 Ultimate Alien. You suck. <laughs> ben 10 Ultimate Alien ruled. You're so wrong. Bro, you're so Dog wrong. Shit. Dog it shit. It was only heightened by Empreg. Um, so yeah, so this is the one where they go to an alien planet and they find and um, Jimmy. We're Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron. We're back to Jimmy yeah, Neutron. Yes, they go to an alien planet. Jimmy Neutron uh, says, "Hey, Carl, go scrape some weird alien shit for me. I'll do. I'll stand from a safe distance and not worry about it." I will heroically stand behind this rock as you molest that alien creature. Jimmy's kind of an asshole in this episode. And <laughs> and uh, so what pops out of the thing that uh, Carl was scraping was a fucking face hugger alien. That Just straight up. Yeah, so like a spider goop thing wraps around his face and pulsates around his mouth, meaning it's currently fucking his mouth the entire time it's on there. It's It's coming all the way down his throat. It's, it's, it's put an alien come directly into his stomach. Yes. Uh, so they go back home. They figure out how to get it off. Um, and the next day. His face, not to keep it coming. Yes. Um, the next day they find out that he's got a big glowing egg in his ass. <laughs> okay. So not only is Carl Empreg, Carl is Empreg in his ass. Empreg of the butt, which I think I had a cousin who died of that. Um, <laughs> but also, if you're counting, <laughs> if you're counting, um, butt Empreg as Empreg, then you've got to count, uh, Zeus Empreg as Empreg. That's of the head. I, I just feel like the circumstances are different. Yeah, well, I think you're biased. Maybe. I think maybe I'm just a bigot. I think the circumstances are different. This was natural. This was natural virgin birth. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, so, so Carl. Sci fi v fantasy. It's different. <laughs> Kinda. Because for Zeus, it was a headache. For Carl, it's literally a gestating creature in his ass. Taking his nutrients, making him. Okay, so the writer of this episode. <laughs> I'm. He has had to have been going through some shit. Right? No one writes this episode in this way. He might have had a bout of Empreg himself. I think his, okay, this episode legitimately goes over, hey, should we abort the baby? Yeah, so Jimmy keeps showing up through the thing and getting, and he gets gaslit by the rest of the cast because he's like, hey, Carl, I, f I figured out a way to, uh, to remove the baby from you. Uh, and so no one, so, and it'll do it safely for you and the baby. It's, and straight up Carl's like, no, I'm just going to have the baby, which is fucking insane. Mm. Cause it's not even a question of, oh, I don't want to kill this thing, which seems to be, 
I don't know, which seems to be the angle everyone thinks Jimmy's taking because they treat him like he's being an asshole. Yeah. But he's like totally like, I'm doing this safely on both ends. He wants a nat no, but he wants Carl wants a natural birth. What what's the difference in that from that perspective, right? Like like he, from Carl's perspective, why would he want the natural birth? It'll likely kill him. The only Okay, the I only can di- actually the only difference between uh getting the uh between him giving the natural birth and and getting it like cut out of him is that if it's cut out of him, it can kill Macbeth. Like that's the only benefit I could think of. <laughs> I was also thinking a C section <laughs> joke. But, okay, but here's the thing. I can I think I can defend Carl uh wanting this. Yeah. And I'm gonna this is a massive, massive reach. But in real pregnancy, your hormones are literally getting shifted so much that you now have nothing in your life but protecting this child that's within you. And with an alien pregnancy, I could see it possible that the alien is literally infecting his mind parasitically, much like a real baby, telling him, no, no, you have to gestate me, you have to have me stop anyone from stopping you. So that I get. What gets weird is how vehement every other character is that Carl have this alien baby. And weirdly are accepting of it yeah. in a way that I, the word progressive comes to mind, but I don't know if that's they, right. They have a baby shower and everyone's really supportive. Yeah. His parents are supportive even. Yeah. That, there's, there's no questions asked. It's just like, oh, no, we're going to have a bunch of little feet stomping on the ground real soon. Just like shit like that. Jimmy's straight up getting gaslit and we, the audience are getting gaslit. It's, it's wild. Uh, uh, Sheen won't stop talking about how he gets to be the uncle. Yeah. Like, it's it's weird. And again, I really have to stress, the writer was going through some shit. I think his wife got pregnant. I think he they had these conversations. And then, because in the episode, Carl starts having massive hormone shifts and, and weird cravings. And every stereotype of a pregnant woman dialed up to 11. Yeah. Um, hey, Jesse. Yeah. If you were implanted with a facehugger egg and your ass grew three okay. sizes like the Grinch's heart. Okay. Would you keep it? Would you want that natural birth? <sighs> if I if I got Mpreg yeah. in the ass. And let's say let's say even to make it a, more of a Sophie's choice, which I assume this is exactly what Sophie's choice was about, that that it is like a little guy, like it's a human being, a little man just pops out of you and he's It's not even like a not, not even a, like an alien, it's just a, just not, a dude. Not an energy alien, it's a dude. Okay. It's a little guy. <sighs> Would you why I keep it? Would you keep it or would you abort it? I mean, I don't think I'm in a financial situation right now to to raise, even if it is a little guy. Not in a financial situation, but like, I don't know. Would would you, would would you be like? Would you be the uncle? I. I mean, I'm honored. I I, I think <laughs> I, I think I think we are each other's. Uh, when we Mpreg baby uncle, yeah, we're you'd be my Mpreg baby uncle as well, bro. You, you okay. would, you would. You're my ride or die uncle. <laughs> the phrase Mpreg baby uncle, Mpreg baby uncles is M-preg, the, we, that's the new name of the podcast. Mpreg baby uncles, Mpreg ass it's, baby it's, uncle. It's just a it's a podcast about following the journey of a pregnant woman from the perspective of two dudes, Mpreg baby uncles. <laughs> There's no because, woman, but we do the exact same podcast just, just with two dudes. Because if there's one thing pregnant pregnancy needed, it was men to commentate on it. Exactly. Exactly. 
I mean, I, I, I'm, if I'm in a good enough financial situation and that's kind of the weird thing, like Carl doesn't know the mom. Would I know the mom? I don't know. That's a whole thing. Why I have to be a single father. It's, it's, it's hard. It is hard, but I, I, I think I might, you think, I think I might keep the, the baby. Do you think, I think, you can, I think I would shit think out the baby. Spin a religion onto it. Like, do you think like, oh, it's virgin birth. This is a miracle from God. Do you think oh, it's, uh, do you think you could sell middle America on your, on your uh, profit baby? You've profit uh, and preg baby. I got some trans friends to talk to about if they could turn themselves into a religious figure based on Mpreg. <laughs> Cause there could be some profit in there. It could be some profit. There might be money to be made. He he's uh he's half Italian and half profit. <laughs> he's half holy. <laughs> All right. So 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 yeah, this episode ultimately ends with Carl has the 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 baby. The baby. The baby. And then it, and then the baby flies back to its home planet. It, it's kind of like a Metroid. It's, it's a, a bit like a Metroid. It's a bit like Metroid. Did you see that? I sent you that thing where it's like a Samus looking at her DNA and she's like, oh my God, I'm 10% British. <laughs> yeah, the rest of it's like, she's 20% Chozo, 15% Metroid, 20% a different Chozo. And she's looking at it and she goes, British? <laughs> British. Okay. So anything else you have to say about Mpreg? Oh. Because that's what the episode is. This is this is a weird one that a farming artist wanted to just curse us with, curse upon our eyes. But we also what we rediscovered is how good Jimmy Neutron is in general. Like That's true. We 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 buried that a little bit, but Jimmy Neutron is actually a really good it's show. It's really funny. This episode this, wild this episode was funny. And the the entire show is pretty funny. And we we were talking to each other like Hugh Neutron has got to be like an all timer TV dad for sure. Every line is a winner. <laughs> Every one of his lines is is good. He has no misses. Speaking of no misses, still can't can get a date. Can I segue into Ninjago with that? <laughs> no misses, no. It's a miss, bro. No, Ninjago's a miss, but ain't no bitches getting onto Ninjago. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. We don't need a segue. Ninjago speaks for itself. Okay, so I am aware that many people like Ninjago. So when we first got the list, I was looking and I went, oh, I don't know. Do they not like Jimmy Neutron? Are they Ninjago fan? I don't know. We, Morgan and I, the list said Ninjago the series. Yes. Obviously, we're not going to watch through the whole series because as we discovered... There's 15 There's seasons. 15 fucking seasons. What? How could there possibly be 15 fucking seasons of this show? Oh my God. How could it possibly go on this long? I know there was a movie and the movie was good because it's like Lego movies are the same as like, well, I've only watched the first one and the Ninjago one. But it's it's like from my perspective, it's like the games where you're like, oh, this will be funny. What a meme playing a Lego game. It's like, wait, why is this actually well written and kind of funny and like actually fun gameplay? What the fuck? <laughs> right. Yeah. For the movies and the games. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Um, um, and I actually also want to point out, I I think season 15 is the last one, but it last aired October 2022. So it just it just ended. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> So I so I remember they used to play this a fucking lot 
on Cartoon Network daytime television. Yeah. Right. So I I, I, I've seen a bunch of episodes. Um, I'm not a fan, but I do remember this is the kind of show that tween girls would probably draw Yowie fan art of. There were a lot. They, I feel like this was a big ship show, which is weird because they're Legos. Yeah, they're gonna draw the hot one or whatever, and and you know there's a hot one. There is a there's an obvious <laughs> hot one, and we can say it both at the same time. All right, three, two. You know the hot one. I know the hot one. There is a definitive hot one. Lego Ninjago and Lego guy. Three, two, one. It's the black hair. Black one. It's the black ninja one. Yeah, it is. He's it's good. the black ninja. Yeah, he's hot. He's hot. Um. <laughs> It does seem like Tumblr <laughs> Yaoi bait in a lot of ways, but that's that's gotta be it. Because so we watched we watched we watched the pilot episode. We watched the first episode, Dude. and it is the most by the numbers standard. We have to make a show about an ensemble uh, hero cast ever. We got characters that are elemental based. We got MacGuffin weapons that are also elemental based. Yeah. An old master who just appears to one of the dudes, John Nobody, who gives a fuck, yeah. teaches him how to do martial arts training montage. The characters don't like each other at first. They introduce the concept of Spinjago. Spinjitsu. Spinjitsu. Fuck. Spinjutsu. I hate that so much. They get to it's turn so into, into Tasmanian devil tornadoes, and that's the entire thing. But with elemental powers. So. It's, it's so fucking boring. It's kind of boring. Uh, so we're like, so we're watching this and Jesse's like, well, I wonder, well, do we just like skip ahead? Like, what the fuck does this look like? At, like, I don't know. Season 12, episode six. Season yeah, 12, cause I'm, episode I'm looking at this episode. I'm just like, where does this advance to? How can this go anywhere that I don't already know it advances? So let's hail Mary a shot into a random episode, random season way the fuck far ahead. What do we got? In this episode, uh, they're currently looking for the creator of a video game world that some characters are either stuck in or voluntarily playing from this episode we don't know but they're in this video game cyberpunk society um and it's fucking sword art online <laughs> it's straight up sword art online they're like buying custom outfits <laughs> for themselves the character designs have changed so much they've aged the lego ninja guys they've aged one of them's a robot now one of them's a robot now and and i actually knew the the ice ninja turned into a robot i've seen that episode right like he was a cyborg the whole time but now there's more <laughs> robot people in the cast there's like so many more cast members um there's like two women there's two women which is far too many women um <laughs> for my taste how can i draw yaoi with women this sucks what am i supposed to do with that um so the so the other guys are in the video game world and they're like oh there's like a, a there's a video game death race we should enter but we don't have enough coins we got to grind uh killing ogres to get the coins and there's like an actual like economy in this video game world like they're mid fight they're like we don't we can't afford to spend money to upgrade our weapons we need it for this death race but our weapons suck so we have to spend money to upgrade our weapons yes so it's like there's there's thought put into this somewhere. It's a bit. But why is it a video game world? It's like I'm surprised it wasn't Fortnite. Right. Like that seems like that's the easy thing you do at season 12. Right. I guess I, I think Fortnite was around at the time. It's, I think season 12 was uh, 2020 ish. Yeah. So fucking. It, but no, you just go with like the, the basic default cyberpunk 
MMO-ish world, right? I get it. I get why. I get why this Dude, is the aesthetic. I, I, if I were a Lego Ninjago writer, I'd be like, make it stop. Make it stop, please. <laughs> I can't. I would simply have, I would simply have quit. It's so much. Um, I can't believe it. It's like, this is super, super autism bait. Like, Lego already in general appeals hardcore to the autistic sensibilities of my kind. Building and colors. Building bright colors. Let's put ninjas over it. Great. Oh my god, this is a recipe for success. That's a dub. That's a dub. Yes. Um, so I'm curious to see what else happens. Like what like it seems to me like there's probably like wildly different arcs that, that like each season is just like wildly like what's popular right there's now. There's 15 seasons of there has to be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. It can't, it can't just be, like, we can't, even if we grant that some of these are filler seasons, like in Yu-Gi-Oh, where they have a filler season inside of a season, right? Even if we grant that, there's still got to be content there somewhere, allegedly. Allegedly. Even if it's content I don't want, it's content, it has to be. So people love it, I guess. People like it. I don't know why, but, but it seems to be the case to me that people like Ninjago. All right. So this one was not super fun to watch. Also, because in the episode, Hell. they decide the best way to make money is with a dance contest. So that was pretty. It's a it's a dance thing. I don't know. Whatever. It's fucking fine. There there was some there's, there's, OK fight choreography in this one. There's two characters that are in love and they say I love you in it. And so that's like that was pretty good. That that fulfilled my shipping needs. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Break out the Wattpad. <laughs> Just start having fun with it. I yeah, whatever this. I don't like this. I don't like Ninjago. Ninjago sucks. Ninjago is a thing where we could probably down the line do an episode about, but I feel like I'd rather just die. I have the strangest feeling this might be one farming artist thing that they really liked. Okay, I I do want to point out farming artist specifically has mentioned that they have weird taste and weird taste could mean that they're really into the Empreg Jimmy Neutron episode. Or weird taste could mean that they're a Tumblr person, because I think they sent us something on Tumblr before. Oh, yeah. Was- and and like Ninjago. I think that's a possibility. I hope not. Do you- but it's possible. <laughs> and more power to you. Not for us. Not for not for us. Gotta say. Yeah, I guess. You know, God, God bless if, if this is your if this is your jam or whoever's anyone listening. If Ninjago is your thing, May- by all means. maybe we had to, there was something in between Episode one and season twelve, episode six, that that like really hit, that like really sells people. But we didn't see it, so it's like it's that it's that One Piece thing where it's okay. First three hundred episodes, don't worry about those; Bro, those are garbage. No, episode no, three hundred ninety-two though. Great, every episode is amazing in One Piece. Oh god! All right, One Piece is our Ninjago or Morgan's, I guess. That's my Ninjago. I don't have one. I don't have the attention span to watch that many episodes of fucking anything. <laughs> Look at this guy with his fucking life. Uh, the, I swear to God, maybe the show that I've watched the most of that's a serial thing is like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because there was five seasons of that, full seasons, hour-long episodes. It went on so goddamn long, but it got really good. All right. Where do we, where do we go from here? Do we go to the promised land or the promised land? <laughs> oh, man. There's, is there? There's two wolves in front of us. <laughs> They're both religious. Oh, man. That's a good... Let's have a coin. <laughs> All right. Uh, heads, um, 
heads the garden, tails uh, Joshua in the Promised Land. Oh, that's appropriate because he has a tail. It's and heads. then in the garden, the characters are just heads. All right, let's talk about the garden. The garden. So you may rem- you you all you may know uh, uh, Mr. Butch Hartman, our old pal Butch, who I just learned his first name is not Butch; it's Elmer. What? His full name is Elmer Earl Hartman the the fourth. Elmer Earl. Yeah. They just nickname the, Butch. Say that out. Elmer Earl. That's just like vomit sounds coming out of your mouth. Elmer, appropriately. <laughs> So, for those of you who don't know, all two of you, Butch Hartman, creator of Fairly Odd Parents, Danny Phantom, and Tough Puppy, and that's all the good things he made. And to show that we, uh, actually, we've reviewed a show of his before, Bunsen is a Beast. Not a good one. No, that one was fucking abysmal. Tragically terrible. That was a bad one. That was really, really bad. This show, despite that, is also horrifically terrible. It's a preschooler show. To its credit, it's a preschooler show. Um, yeah, a little bit outside of our normal wheelhouse, however. Um, you may have noticed, if you've been following Butch Harbin lore, you may have noticed he fell off. And what I mean, when I say he fell off, I mean off the back of a truck and like hit his head and had religious visions and is now a hardcore Christian, which I think is probably like a money scam. I feel like a lot of people in history have had great success scamming off of religious middle America. Name one, Morgan. Name one person who has used religion to profit that we've haven't discussed on this podcast already. That we haven't? I can't. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Um However Where to begin? Okay, so you this, so you, uh, you mentioned it's you you think it's a money thing. Yes, I think it's a money thing. I think that he's figured out the way to make a ton of money just off of the show. He's like he crowdfunded this, right? Well, so he, so uh, the Butch Hartman lore, I think we've discussed this briefly in the Bunch and the Beast episode. So Butch Hartman kickstarted a a network, uh, Oaxis, O-A-X-I-S, I don't know how to pronounce it, Oaxis Entertainment, which was meant to be a family-friendly streaming service. Um, and and this, with with the idea of, hey, I'm Butch Hartman, I have all these credits under me, you, you already like me from the things I did, now your kids will love me for my next stuff. Uh, what he did not disclose, however, until after he raised a quarter of a million dollars, is that this was going to be a Christian network. What a scumbag. What an absolute scumbag, dude. Uh, he claimed later that Oaxis would not be a faith-based service. This also turned out to be a fucking lie. So, from, from there, and I can't get on board that, I can get on board that this was intended, maybe, as a money scheme, but not uh, not anymore. It can't be. This has to. He's got to be actually just has the faith in it. It's the th- the things that the show is probably the cheapest show ever made. It is made Perhaps. by one person in Adobe Flash, and it and they're drawn. The characters are drawn like he drew them on a plane ride, like just on like a bus trip across America. Like I might as well get some of this done while I'm having a business meeting, right? It's so yeah. bad. The show is uh, about a lion who looks more like a neopet, um, yeah, and a lamb who are like God's little helpers in the garden, quote unquote, of Eden. Yeah, you may be you may be familiar yes. with the titular garden. 
And <laughs> that's not what the word titular means. And yes, it is. They wait. The title. Yeah, the title, the garden. I'm thinking of like the Bible. No, <laughs> the show is titled The Garden. If you recall that from three seconds ago, I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" <laughs> okay, listen, my brain. I'm trying to memory hold this show faster than I can recap it. So this may be this may be a struggle for me. Let me pull up the website. I will be calling. That, I will be calling every time I refer to the Bible. I will be saying the titular Bible. From titular now, Bible. From now on. <laughs> That's <laughs> the most redundant <laughs> fucking sentence ever. <laughs> So the pitch for the garden is watch these two characters go through, tend the garden, whatever, and then learn lessons from the big guy who is their boss, who is God. Tragically, not actually voiced by Butch Hartman himself because he's a coward. That would have been fucking hilarious if this man cast himself as God. I want we would. And let's be let's be fair here. We're making fun of him for not having himself voice God. We would have made fun of him if he did voice God. There's no winning here, but you made a Catholic Christian show. So where you, it's fair game, anything's yes. fair game. You lose. You you lost the moment you entered these woods. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, it's just a bunch of episodes, really short. They're like six minute episodes. And OK, let's talk about the, the through line of Christian shows for a second here where the characters have problems yes. and someone says, hey, have you heard about the Bible? This shit fucking uh, fucking I hate it. It's so it's the it's, what the fuck is wrong with, with hardcore <laughs> Christians? They're psychos, man. They're like a character is like I stub my toe. That reminds me of the story of Abraham where God asked a man to kill his son. And then the and then it flashes back. To the modern day, it's like, wow, my toe feels better now. Thanks. What? I have learned a valuable lesson. Can you describe it? No. No. You may recall I've had a similar gripe during Superbook. You may recall we've been hitting the Bible pretty hard lately. <laughs> That's it. This is the show now. We're going to talk about Christian shows. Speaking of Superbook and... Speaking of, once again, through lines between all of these shows for some fucking reason. Hey, did you know the garden has an app? A fucking court. Wait, is it subscribed? Is it subscription based? Okay. No, shut up. Okay, it's not so. subscription based. Go fuck yourself. This man did not fund two, uh, a quarter million dollars to ask people for more money. So when you, I'm reading this off the FAQ on the website, mm. on the website gardencartoon.com. When you download the Garden app, you'll get free access to two Garden episodes. It's only as well six as, episodes and they're like six minutes each. As well as one volume of the Garden Bible teaching curriculum. However, once you subscribe, you'll receive 24-7 access to all current episodes, games, and all available volumes of the Garden Bible teaching curriculum. You know what? You know what? Wait, I'm noticing a similarity. If this man's writing his own curriculum in his Christian-based product he's selling and peddling on people, yeah. I'm noticing a similarity between Butch Hartman and Kanye West. Okay. <laughs> Rewriting certain things. and Okay. And, and, Do we have to show Butch Hartman 21 Jump Street? That would, that would fix everything. That would fix everything. He's like, oh my God, I got to get back to that Danny Phantom stuff, man. Which I didn't, that, which apparently he didn't have anything to do with from the beginning. He like, like which makes me feel better about liking Danny Phantom. Yes. Danny Phantom quality throughout just a good show. And Butch Hartman haven't been pretty hands off. I think he did the art. 
I don't know if he did I animation. I think he designed, he, the did the art. he designed the characters and maybe said, what if there was a kid who was a ghost? <laughs> and then someone's like, I could run with that. I'll, I'll make him a superhero. Who cares? Yeah. And you know what? Credit to him. There's really good uh, character designs in Danny Phantom. Ember McLean still rules. You're so horny. Uh, You're now, so fucking thirsty for 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 Morgan. Ember. Ember, yeah. you will remember. All right. Now the the FAQ goes on to ask, why do I need a subscription? Because they know you're asking, bro. What am I paying for here? Yeah. To which the answer is, it's simple. The Garden app is one of the few entertainment platforms where caring parents like you can feel secure knowing that all the content is family-focused, family-safe, and most importantly, family-fun. I never thought I'd be promoting Superbook, but Superbook has hundreds and hundreds of YouTube videos for free. Free 99, buddy. Get L um, plus ratio plus you fell off, Butch Hartman. Get bent. If, if I want to put, if I want to cast get bent, a single, get nailed to a cross, buddy. Come on, <laughs> get stigmata. <laughs> get stigmata. But betrayed by Judas. <laughs> L plus ratio plus betrayal by Judas. Betrayed by Judas. Uh, if if I want to put a single leaf of lettuce, a complimentary leaf of lettuce on this insult sandwich we're giving the show, I think the design for Lucy the lamb is cute. Oh. Oh, now let's talk about these two characters and their best qualities, <laughs> because the website explains their like, a little bit about them. And at the very end of it, it says here are their t- here are their two best qualities for Lenny the lion. His two best qualities are that he loves Jesus and is a true friend to Lucy. That sucks. This guy sucks. There's no fucking way. That is like the person I'd want to be around the least in this world is a guy <laughs> whose best quality is he loves Jesus. It's the single best thing in about him. It's like when you're going through Tinder and the very first thing on a girl's profile is loves Jesus. And I'm just like, oh, I ain't loving you. Get a <laughs> See you fucking later. hobby, man. You're fo- like, that would be like my favorite, my favorite, the best qualities about me are I love one piece and I'm a, f- and I do a podcast with Jesse would be my two best qualities. <laughs> it's weird. Cause that's how you introduced yourself to me. That <laughs> It didn't make sense at the time, no. but now I understand. <laughs> I I, w- I didn't know I was the Jesse in that conversation, but I thought it must have been someone. But uh, Morgan had some like autistic future site, like that's so Raven. <laughs> it's not Raven. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Jokes for no one. <laughs> so Lucy, on the other hand, yes. her two best qualities are that she takes very good care of Lenny and points everyone to Jesus. These are the same thing. These are the same thing. Butch Hartman can't even be bothered to write two. Facts about the only two characters in his show. <laughs> well, there's there's Donald Trump monkey. There is a gorilla vaguely reminiscent of Donald Trump. Who is there to challenge their faith? They were planting books. No, they're planting, <laughs> they planting seeds that would grow into One trees. of which was a book. One of them was a book tree to my credit. And it, one of the books fell on this gorilla who was like masturbating behind a bush, was sinning against God. And he like yelled at them and was like, wow, I could never be convinced to love that gorilla. Fuck him. And then God was yeah. like, oh, but have you tried loving thy neighbor? Cause if you don't, you'll go to hell. 
And then, well, God even God even says, "Well, Lenny, do you love Lucy?" And Lenny's like, "Oh, I love Lucy. Lucy's the sweetest girl in the world. I, I would I would do anything for her." And then he goes, "Oh, Lucy, do you love Lenny?" And Lucy's like, "I love Lenny like a brother." And Lenny dies a little bit on the inside. Then kiss. Then just like give them why don't you guys kiss or something? We have to we have to repopulate. Uh, and then he goes, well, how do you feel about that monkey? And they're like, ah, ooh, ooh. they get real Frieza about it. They're like, ah, filthy monkey. Ah, Yo, why'd you make him an ooh, asshole? Though? Damn dirty. Why'd ape. you make him an asshole, though? Why do you make bad people? Why is there disease? Hey, isn't he supposed to be in your image? Why is there disease? Huh? How come my parents aren't here? <laughs> why does my dad beat me when my mom leaves the room? If I mess up, my dad's going to beat me. <laughs> And then God's like, shut up about that. Just love the monkey. And there's like, okay. And that's the entire show. We've watched a bunch of episodes of it. Yeah, a bunch. There were six. There's six minutes each. And we did it for the, the freemium price. <laughs> oh, we did also get to see Butch Hartman's renditions of biblical tales via. Oh my God. Holy fucking shit. Fucking parchment. They're not art. even colored in and they're not, they're, they're doodles at best. I'd be, I wouldn't even call them sketches. They're doodles. There's one shot of Jesus with six fingers. <laughs> the six fingers. There's not even like the lines aren't connecting and it's not even a stylistic toys. He was doing this while on his morning jog. It's like, might as well knock out two birds with one stone. Fucking fuck Butch Hartman, man. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's I've I've had enough of this Christian shit. I've had enough of talking right. about Christian cartoons. Let's move on to Joshua and the Promised Land. Fuck. All right. So this show is a CG show. Mm. It's a CG movie, a feature-length movie made by one guy. Okay. Jesse, I want to. Put us I there. I take us to I the Promised want, Land. Uh, okay. Let's let's I have a lot to say about this movie, but let's just get in. Let's just say what the movie is first. So we we begin. Okay, we begin with this little lion, this little lion kid, not Lenny, a different lion kid, little lion kid. He's playing with toys or whatever the fuck. And then his parents come or his dad comes home and his mom and dad get into a fight like a real fight. It's weird. I forget what the mom says exactly. But the mom says something like, oh, dinner's not ready yet. And and the the dad lion comes in and he's like, well, I'll be working on my. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't. They don't curse. I want to be careful. Not to curse Because they don't curse. But they have the energy of cursing. Like, I thought they curse so many times because of just the way they're talking. It's just like real, real fucking argument. Yeah. It's, something about this is like, this is, this is a legit fight. This is a fight that I could I'm going to work on my car then. Whatever. Have. I can't I yeah. work all day and dinner's not even ready. I'm going to go work on my car in the garage. Like you're always working on that car. Why don't you spend some time with your family? And, and by this point, Joshua is just standing there and his mom looks at him and goes, there's our radio. Go to your room. He's just standing there. T posing the, the kids done yeah. nothing. And he, and he's just standing there. And he's like, uh, and the parents fight, they yell at him and he goes upstairs and somehow a spirit of Christ decides this kid needs to be taught a lesson. He's doing too wrong. He's on the path of evil. Yeah, th this and uh, through line between all these fucking shows, this guy goes, hey, you're having a problem. You know what has the solution? A Bible story. 
All right, but so let's transport you back in time to the biblical times. Before we get too deep into that, we said these were lion people. When we say lion uh, people, they're not. That may have been. They're not uh, lions. They're like um, it in in the garden. Lenny the lion is a ball. He's just a lion head with arms and legs, yeah. like a Kirby character almost. Yeah. This is like the exact opposite of the weird spectrum, where it's a lion's head, like a realistic lion's head. The uh-huh. snout, a tail, uh, a snout, a mane, and then yeah. it's just like a fucking dude's body, a naked dude's body with no, with like but, lanky no limbs, no appendages. No, they, they have appendages. They've got limbs and shit, but well, no, limb, but they don't have like fingers or they toes. They don't have fingers or toes. toes. They just have like nubs. They, they yeah. it's not like they're they just got like sticks that end in a round thing. No, there's a wrist and then like some amount of like a mass of like a lump and fat and cartilage. Yeah. And that's and that's where their hands go. No toes. It's somewhere either. between it's it's somewhere between uh between Kirby and and uh uh paraplegic. If, let me put it this way, they would be really easy to beat at rock, paper, scissors. Let me put it that way. They're throwing rock a hundred percent of the time. Yes. Um, I, I I think this movie more than maybe anything we've ever watched is what makes me regret that this is an audio medium because I can't describe to you how bad this movie looks. You gotta look truly it up. and honestly. You have to look it up. And also retroactively look up all the stuff we've said so far. All the shows we talked about. If you don't, we didn't have to talk about Jamie Neutron. I'm assuming you know what Jamie Neutron yeah. is. Uh, the Butch Hartman show looks like a Butch Hartman show. It looks like late failure on parents first being flash and whatever. Look it up. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, Ninjago is Legos. Look it up if you want. If you want to see the Yowie, go ahead. This one, I don't have the vernacular. I like to think I'm. I read a lot. I know a lot of words in my brain. I say a lot of words sometimes. Maybe not on this podcast, but I, I promise it happens somewhere. But I don't have the verbiage to explain to you just how first year college student how i just learned a little bit of blender how i don't know what a texture is this movie looks so this guy so so the so a dude comes in right he's like he little floaty angel little floaty angel made of like static white noise who's like a, a wolf i think yeah, he just comes in. Every every character in this is a furry. Every character in this is an animal. This is a furry movie. And he takes them through a journey through uh through history into the Bible story of Moses uh freeing the slaves from Egypt, right? What's yeah. what okay, also I just fucking realized this guy's not even the narrator. This guy who's in the most <laughs> the, the comfiest narrator chair <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. This is where the narrator goes. Place your narrator here is not yeah. actually the narrator. There's another ethereal creature who's just another animal guy with the same body as everyone yeah. else, but he's purple. And I can't tell what his face is supposed to be, but I think he's a pigment. I don't know if he's a pigment. I don't think so. And he just floats in space in front of the screen, like like Cusco in Emperor's New Groove, and goes like, "Oh, there's like, oh man, this is the thing about the Bible, man." And and he's like really modern and kind of like a New Yorker, and he just talks about like how like. Oh, Joshua really stepped in at this time. The old those hazard boys, and then he he, he like he pauses screen. the movie sometimes to just talk about what's happening in the movie. It's and th- he doesn't ever interplay into the narrative like this, like the angel would. He's just a different 
entity entirely. It's like almost like a Greek chorus. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, so so because his dad wants to work on his car, Joshua has to go into the actual factual war of Egypt and start just and being forced into the body of a lion, a pre-existing lion man, assuming also named Joshua, also named Joshua. Uh, where uh, who's Moses' right hand man and has to just actually fucking start slaying some dudes actually has okay. to start murdering people okay on screen so, family friendly and, and, entertainment because it's in the bible yeah we full on wonder woman 84 this and we have joshua possess this whole ass man and moses is like Moses is chill with this dude. They have conversation. And at one point, like, yeah, like Morgan's saying, there's a war, you know, war were declared <laughs> and they have to fight. And for some reason, Joshua is given Joshua. Moses has to go to T-Pose to keep, give everyone strength to show that God, oh, yeah. he means it. He has to do a Fortnite dance in the sun to, to prove to God that he's. Oh loyal. my God. He wittily hits the gritty in this one. He, li- he wittily <laughs> does. He wittily does. <laughs> I, I will play. I will play. Wittily gritty. I will make, I will, I will post the gift. <laughs> And, and so Joshua has to give a rousing speech to the to to the the, the troops. And his first attempt is because he's a kid. He goes, "Let's go out there and have some fun." And every single troop is like, "Oh, we're gonna die. Wait, it's over." Has, it's like, has someone possessed Joshua from years in the future? And then and Joshua like, looks up to to Moses and God, who and, and Moses is we like, didn't mention yet. His, yeah, Moses is like, nah, 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 chill, puts his hand around his neck, like, yeah, I don't know about this. But he also sees God, who, I don't think we mentioned yet, God exists in this world physically, I think, as a fireball just a that makes you go fire. insane. Yes. If you walk into it, you go crazy. Which may which be a really bi- strong metaphor. Which may be bib- biblically accurate. I don't know. Biblical. Uh, so, so Joshua looks back and he goes, with God on our side, we'll win for sure. And everyone's like, yeah, we will. And then they fight and we get, we don't do, I expected a cutaway. To like the end of the fight. Yeah. Nah. We're seeing Joshua do fucking wall bounces and and fucking salty bet combos. <laughs> Joshua's out here. Dude, fucking he air juggles some dudes on his sword co- combo. He assist calls fucking Nemesis T-type from fucking Resident Evil. He does have an assist. He fights like back to back with that one dude. Oh yeah, he does. He absolutely does. And he's like... Straight swords, murder, like there's impaling. No, there's no blood, but swords do go through dudes. We see it. Completely. There's impalement. There, like, Joshua, this 13-year-old, is murdering. I just, horrifically. I just, I just, my mom just told me to be in time for dinner. I didn't do anything. Why am I here? Why, God? And they're winning the fight this, until Moses gets tired. This will teach you not to do drugs, kids. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like scared straight. So Moses starts getting tired because he's been holding, he's been hitting the gritty for hours at this point. And, you know, even with the, the light of the Lord on your side, it's hard to hit a gritty for that what long. What pussy you know? do you have to be to be like, hey, you'll win every, all your soldiers will win every war as long as you keep your arms up. And he's like, yeah, but I'm tired. <laughs> but on the other hand, you have God who's like, is his arms up or his arms up? The 45 degree mm, dude, it's dropping, dropping, dude, dropping. Old mm, Testament, Tor- Old Testament Torah by uh, God is not does not fuck around, bro. He he is it's like it's his way or the highway, and he does not care about you. He's a bit of a prima donna, isn't he? Oh, he's a right prick, bro. He's a bitch. He is a RuPaul's drag race bitch. <laughs> Uh, so eventually, I believe they win the fight and the fight ends. And I'm I'm 
I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, listener. <laughs> keep it. A we buck. were tabbing through. Yeah. We were we were kind of skipping through a lot of this. I'm just hitting the forward button. It's on YouTube. I yeah. think I was hitting the forward button a whole lot. Just like, oh, come on. Okay. 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 I get it. I get it. These scenes last so fucking long. And what's important to know is that, you know, a half hour later, 45 minutes later, Joshua is a fucking holy knight. Yes, he's a paladin of Christ. He To the point where, like, Moses uh, gets grounded for not getting water the correct way. Again, aforementioned, God is a prima donna. Yeah. And so that leaves Joshua as the highest ranking member closest to god and at one point he's literally like kneeling down like what can i do for you my lord uh, it's still possessed in this dude's body by the way oh yeah he had to wander with the jews for 40 years in the desert because his parents (laughs) were fighting this piece of shit kid (laughs) he's learning a lesson um i don't even remember how we get from the holy crusader paladin joshua back home well they, just, there's a war because they find the promised land right like the jews are wandering the desert. there's another uh, 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 tell me there's a, another war there's another war there's two How many wars, wars? two wars <laughs> now, am i right <laughs> i'm old. there was a war going on was that right um so yeah there's a second war and uh they and literally god just does it for them this time yeah. And and so and this is pleasing enough to the angel thing. So he's like, "All right, you can go back now. You did it. You found the promised land. The Jews can now throw away their sinful Judas and become actual Christians. <laughs> Great. Uh, you learned your lesson. Here's a portal. Yeah, Walk through it. You're yeah. Done. Satan also flies into the portal. He sees them leaving at the last okay. second. And so they're back to the real world. And Joshua has to fight the flaming head of Satan flying around. Actual. In his- in his bedroom. Like, devil went down to Georgia shit. In his bedroom. Because the sword also teleported with him. So he's just in his bedroom while his mom's finishing up the macaroni. Putting the last bit of garlic aioli on it, right? Just fucking, <laughs> just fucking sword impales this demon. He's like, wow. I've aged 40 years. Killed. Loved. Lost. I've, I've sure- lived a longer life than my parents have at this point. I've learned my lesson. Goes downstairs. Go see eat an awkward dinner with his dad going like, yeah, I still didn't fucking fix my car because this. Yeah, they're fighting again. And, and maybe maybe if you just took some time off once in a while and then they both silently look at their child who's silently like mouth breathing, stupid o- mouth open, <laughs> just jaw drop, doesn't even say anything. He's so mind broken from the journey. His PTSD. Yes. And they like, see it. Up. And nobody exchanges a word, but they're like, I'm so sorry, honey. Jesus is more important than our problem. (laughs) (laughs) They see their vegetable son, who at this point is like, it's like, it's like, I don't know if anyone's watched the or read the Umbrella Academy, but it's like five from the Umbrella Academy where he's like traveled in time, aged 80 years and then warped back into a 13 year old's body. And he just has so much like experience and PTSD and shit. Joshua's just sitting there, mouth agape, catching flies. And his parents are like, mm, maybe we did some harm here. So the most amazing thing happens after this. A miracle occurs. Um, miracle. The credits roll. And the, and it's a miracle, uh, right? Yes. And, the credit, and we get towards the end of the credits. And it's this one guy, he animated it. He wrote it. He directed it. What a champion. Mm. And you know, it's, it's, it, 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 it's a valiant effort. 
It's a it's a Herculean let's talk, task. You, let's talk about that for a second. So this is what I like really want. What interests me about this movie is that this is made by one guy. Okay, f- whatever whatever it's about, whatever it's for, whatever. This is a lot more effort than I put into like anything in my life. Yeah. Right. I don't love anything the way this, this guy loves Jesus in this story. This guy is could be like the Toby Fox of Christian <laughs> movies. Right. He could be including the dank soundtrack. Yes. When Megalovania played in the second Holy War. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was, that, that, it did go hard. But, but, and, and that's the thing. Like, this movie strikes me as something that was never supposed to go anywhere. It was never supposed to get out anywhere. And if it was, this existed as just a project this dude worked on, a passion project that he was, that, like, wanted to keep on his computer or maybe show to a couple of people at like, church or whatever, I would be like, you know what? More power to you. Good for you. This is a massive amount of effort. I respect that. However. <laughs> If we get to the credits, it is like it took four years of effort and it was worth every moment. And my heart broke. That it's is a little, the, it's a little sad. It's so sad. This guy spent four years making the steamiest pile of dog shit ever. <laughs> this guy, this guy is probably some crazy Christian guy who like made it for like his local youth group, right? Like maybe yeah. as a pasture. And I want to say, you know, explore, you know, creative angles, like better yourself as a as a person and storyteller. Bro, you fucked up. That was such a waste of time. (laughs) You could have been working on your you should have been working on your car, dude. You should have been working on your car. And and again, I would respect it a little bit if if it was just for him. But it does seem to be the case that this was meant to go wide it does seem to be the case that he may be planning to sell this in some way, shape, or form. And that's where my empathy disappears. IMDb tells me the budget for this movie, and I straight up don't believe it. But it is hilarious, so I'm going to say it anyway, as though it's fact. IMDb tells me that the estimated budget, of course, it's estimated. There's no numbers given out. Estimated budget for this movie. Morgan, give me a number, please. Uh, please give me a number. $10 should be your answer. I, I, but I like, give, say, me, give, me, give me a number. I was going to say five. Maybe, okay. <laughs> I was going to say five, like he bought lunch for the people who voice acted in it. He got a pizza for the people yeah. who were in it. And like whatever the software costs. Yeah. that Okay, let's assume that. Uh, people could voice all their lines in a day. That's, um. let's say that's, let's say something reasonable, like maybe 25 bucks. He's just the dude. 25 mm-hmm. bucks per person. There's like four voice actors. That's like a hundred bucks. The editing software costs like, I don't know, like $300 if it's right that's 400 um i'm gonna say maybe 600 dollars. okay so the estimated uh imdb box office budget for this box office is 300 or it's it's yeah, budget okay. box office uh is three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I w- if I had IMDb Pro, I would be allowed to see uh, that in detail, but I do not. And I don't think IMDb would lie to me, so I'm going to accept this fact. The loan shark who gave this man the money murdered this man. This dude is sitting at the bottom of a lake with cement shoes. There's no fucking way. This dude... <laughs> had some organs to sell. No fucking way. Ho! 
This dude made out like a bandit, then. This dude pulled a fucking, um... He pocketed 300 and, like, $345,000 and 500 Whatever this fuck. Dude, like, he pocketed this dude, all of it. This dude, po- like, did it, pulled an Adam Sandler. It's like, yeah, I'll make a movie <laughs> for Sony for $30 million, make it for 100000 and pocket the rest. And just go on vacation with your yes. friends. Yes! <laughs> uh, I, I guess if you want to see more about this movie I, I believe it got back into prominence and probably the only reason that uh, One Farming Artist knows about this is because it started getting ripped on on YouTube someone dug it up from some archive somewhere there's actually a cool uh, video about it reanimated a bunch of artists got together reanimated various scenes they stapled it together It's and it's fun if just for seeing the animation styles and people's takes on what's happening and also, it becomes a slightly more watchable movie when it is, in fact, watchable. Oh, God. It's... But that's fun, and I think that's worth checking out. Wow. All right. So the last thing we watched. Now we go from CG to CG. Okay. Oh, my God. There's I'm a, so tired. There, I'm there's so a tired. slight. There's a slight increase in quality in this next one. So, so the last thing we watched is Dragonlance. Dragons of Autumn Twilight. So this, we didn't know going into it. So it starts out with, um, it starts out with a dragon flying in space, mm-hmm. a CG dragon that looks really shitty. It's like early two thousands, like early, like maybe late nineties CG. You know, it was all the rage. Might as well to use it. CG dragon yeah. flying through space, and a rift in space opens up. A fucking sword spits out of the space. Rift and just slap and just cuts through the dragon. Just right. if I were the dragon, I'd be pissed, right? I was in space <laughs> of all things, millions away from everything, and millions of miles from everything. A rift opens up and a sword just shoots right through me. I'd be pissed. <laughs> um, and and so we watched that part, and I guess you know it's really bad CG, but again, it's it's the nineties. CG's just fucking discovered, basically, right? Yeah. And then we cut to some... So we're thinking this is the entire movie. The entire movie is going to be looking like this. going to be terrible. Yeah. But then we cut to uh, on Earth or wherever, whatever land takes place. And we see some characters. And, oh, this is animated like an 80s cartoon. Yeah, it's like... That makes 2D. sense. It's, um... And then the logo pops up and we realize, oh, shit. This is a Dungeons and Dragons joint. Yeah. Didn't realize that at first. We were, we, I think we were joking like, oh, this feels very Dungeons and Dragons. And That's kind of weird. And then, Wizards oh, of the it Coast. is Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Just like that. So... Um, I, I was looking into it, and again, let's bring us back to an hour ago. A fa- one farming artist specifically sent us this list of shows and cartoons and movies, one of which is good, the rest are bad. We're watching Dragonlance, and I just go, can two of them be good? Because this, this isn't bad. This is fine. I like yeah, this. Yeah, we're 20 minutes in, and like this is like fine. This is, if anything, it's a little slow, and it's like, it's, it kind of eh. plays out like every other fantasy thing. Like It's it's a bit tropey. I, I think the worst thing you can say about it is it's a bit boring, but I like some of the characters. I like the character designs. There's a wizard who has eye, uh, uh, hourglass eye uh, irises, which, God bless him, it's not just fucking heterochromia. There's, there's a lot of fucking titties in your face, which is awesome. It fucking rules. Tiggle biddies. And yeah, generally I like, I liked what I was seeing again. Worst thing you say is that it's a little boring and it's doing the fantasy plotting of, we got to explain a lot of bullshit, whatever. And uh, again, we watched for 20 minutes and we kind of just judged our, we we started judging based off of that. We stopped there and we're like, all right, well, we've watched so many things today. We're tired. 
we yeah, look up some reviews and it is people rather negative people hate this movie and we're like what the fuck they're like this is the ugliest yeah. fucking movie we've ever seen it's so bad uh it's it sucks people are calling it disastrous people were saying that even the top tier voice cast which does have a really good voice cast Keeper like Sutherland. Sutherland Lucy Lawless yeah. uh, Jason Marsden like really good voice cast but people are saying like this voice cast does not save this dog shit movie people hate this movie and we're like what the fuck and again yeah we watched 20 minutes we're like how could that be so we go back into it uh, and at like 21 minutes in <laughs> a bunch of uh, it happens yeah a bunch of CG cloaked figures come in on the onto the 2D background with a bunch uh, surrounded by 2D characters, and we're like, why are they CG? They're just like still imaged cloaks. They like they could have just drawn one, copied and pasted. Why the fuck did they do it? Would have been easier. Yes, the reason is because they were actually CG dragons underneath CG cloaks, and they now those dragons off. in this world are all CG. Everyone else is 2D, normal, you know, as God intended. Dragons are all CG. And you know what? When you look at those cloaks, you see their CG. It's like, ah, I should have known those are some filthy fucking dragons yeah. under there the whole time. So, uh, so they start doing hand-to-hand combat, and good lord, they start t- the CG, 3D CG and 2D characters touching each other. Did not, it did not look good, man. It was rough. It, it was rough. It, Roger Rabbit, this is not. It, it, it was really bad. Um, it was hard to watch. Uh, and then we took a look at the the, the the actual movie again. Just some info about the movie. And like I said, it's bad CG, but it's early CG. It's too, It's like 90 whatever the fuck CG. Yeah. I get it. Right? Code Lyoko came out in whatever, 2006, and it looked kind of whatever. Code Lyoko, I, I think, get was it. like 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you understand. Yeah, it's going to work. This, Of course, this is going to look, look worse than Code Lyoko. It came out before Code Lyoko. Um, there is a slight problem with it, however. Um, this movie came out in 2008. Ho! Oh, oh, ho! Lear- I am not immune to propaganda. I liked it a lot more before I heard all the <laughs> negative reviews and found out it was 2008. And, now, and that made me like, oh, this is bad. This is really bad. It, it opened our eyes a little bit. And again, at minute 21, it starts to show some of the roughness. That Those first 20 minutes, again, ignoring the CG... The 2D animated stuff looks good. It's like, I even like it as a 2008 thing where it's harkening back to the 80s cuz that see that feels like what it's trying to do. It's um and as time goes on, the cuts are getting worse, frame rates getting worse. There's less yeah, frames okay, in the animation. Um, uh and and I feel like you could have a budget clock at the running yeah. at the same counter as the 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 actual runtime clock. And it is running out. This movie, I could not find what this movie's budget was. But there is no way this was not up against, this was not scraping against the wall of the budget. There are a lot of them, despite the fact that there's a shitload of cuts that don't matter, which cost money to make. Yeah, there's a lot Certainly of cost more money to just not do them. Reuse like close ups out of nowhere. Like a character will yeah. be talking like, oh, so we have to go to and then it like cuts way into the face. This city cuts back out. And it's like so <laughs> weird. And and then there are certain scenes where they do something that I struggled for a while to understand how you do and see in 2D. So you have the CG, which is clipping because, of course, it's CG. It's trying to play with 2D stuff. They're casting shadows on the 2D characters. It doesn't work. I get it. I get why that doesn't work. Why the fuck 
are certain 2D characters clipping through their own 2D models. Why is someone's hair clipping through their beard? Why is someone's staff clipping through their lower half? There was some. How the fuck do you do there that? There were some like misorganized layers of animation for sure. It was it was it was it was pretty distracting. Uh, there were a lot of there were a lot of characters in this. Too many characters with too many arcs that did that felt very meaningless altogether. The one compelling well, arc was probably the main guys who was this like half human half elf. Um. And he was, he was, I thought his story was fine as, as it could have been. Yeah, it's fine. I, you, and here's the thing. You say there's a lot of characters and a lot of arcs that don't get resolved. They don't get resolved in this movie <laughs> because they fully intended on having a sequel. Yeah. There's, this ends with a cliffhanger where it turns out it's hilarious, where it turns out the main character's human wife, who he dumped the hot elf queen for is one of the <laughs> villains. And it's like super funny. It's a super funny cut reveal. Like he's talking the entire movie. He's talking about uh uh cat Katara, Kitty Ara, cat Kitty Ara, talking about Kitty Ara, Thundercats or whatever. <laughs> he's talking about like oh I I long to see my 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 love Kitty Ara again. Even in the middle of making out with a hot elf chick, yeah. He's like mm, but I will see Kitty Ara once again. And at the very 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 end of the movie, just before the weird ninety degree corner credits, which <laughs> exist. Just before that, there's a, it cuts to someone standing in a castle, and then a little gremlin coming up to him, to the person, just going, "Ah, my my queen, the the heroes have done hero things. We have to be more. We have to do super evil. We have to send our troops to fight them. What do you say, Empress Kitar Kit Kitiara?" And it cuts to her smirking, and then I just started laughing really hard. It was really funny. She DreamWorks smirks at the camera. When did Lord of the Rings Raise come the out? When did Lord of the Rings come out? Um, 2003 between this yeah. i bet you this was like uh wizards of the coast is like quick let's make some fucking fantasies hot fantasies hot again let's quick pump some shit out i bet wizards of the coast has been waiting for this period that we're going through right now forever yeah where dnd is cool again like they're probably sitting down there be like oh thank you stranger this things is- oh thank you matt mercer yeah we get to make a movie that people are gonna watch it stars chris pine that's a real actor. And it might be good this time. Maybe, maybe. If they, if their spells they cast are an actual, like, if, like, I cast Fairy Fire and it's an actual three yard by three yard actual factual fucking cube. <laughs> a cube. Yeah, that'll be rad. I, I'd love that. If it's, like, super I, cheesy and, and, uh, and, like, like, logical and, like, overly complicated, I want that. I think they're at least smart enough to have... A bard I, I, be the main character. I want them to use a scene to have a scene where it's like, oh, I let's well, let's try using my rope, and it turns out the rope is like six feet too sharp, and it's like, well, I just I guess we can't do anything <laughs> with this. Fuck. All right, what's plan B? I want them to sit around and talk about it I, for a while. I want there to be a twenty-minute scene of them encountering a door and casting like just a door in anywhere, and this for some reason this door they decide this one's the probably dangerous, so they like cast like <laughs> they cast like uh detect, detect detect evil, and then it doesn't work, so they're like um well let's get a lock pick, and then they have to find like another character, and they spend twenty minutes on this door <laughs> that has no traps, and then in the very next room they're like all right cool, and then immediately fall in a pit trap. That's the most D and D shit ever. I'm hoping I'm hoping that movie's good. So so Dragon Lance. Uh, what? There was a, there movie? was a cool wizard guy. There's a really funny meme wizard guy okay. who had like yeah, a, was, the ending battle was dope. 
For real, the ending battle was dope. Right. Here's the thing. This movie is like pretty rough for most of it, but the last 20-ish minutes are awesome. You got two dragons fighting. It's CG. It's it's like really bad CG, but what, aesthetically, there's two dragons fighting overhead. There's a fucking whole war going on in the bottom. The villain is awesome. He's got a dope design. This dude is jacked to the fucking gills. And then he's being powered by the actual fucking five-headed dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh. 5,000 attack yes. points, 5,000 defense points. and uh, Who turns into a hot broad. Yeah. And then, and from her fucking uh, wizarding goo arises one of the gods of light who was actually the funny meme wizard the whole time. <laughs> and that guy rules. And he, and he gets decked out in in this this holy crusader armor. Yeah, and he knows sells getting Borg and I both popped at that. Rules. That guy rules. And it was awesome. And he beats the shit out of this dragon single-handedly. And it's fucking awesome. It's so metal at the, like just this part of the movie. Isn't just the weird? ending here. Is it rules. the the ending, the very beginning where there's, there's a dragon in space and a sword flies out and cuts it is the most like like wizard metal thing. Isn't it weird that yeah. wizard metal was a thing? Like fantasy metal was like an aesthetic for a long well, metal time. Metal has like a you know, metalheads are a cancer onto music popularity. And so metal has to have 5 million subgenres. You have your wizard metal. You have your pirate metal with Ailstorm. Uh, you just, I don't know, whatever you have kawaii metal with baby metal. Like this is just, this is just what it is. But yeah. Wizard metal. And then you have shit like, uh, uh, what like Led Zeppelin doing Lord of the Rings. Soundtracks. Yeah, exactly. Like just all that. God, what, what, what else? What else happens? All right, Morgan had a very long struggle determining who Jason Marsden was. Oh, uh, yeah, I knew. The, so the one thief, thief halfling character is voiced by James Marsden, and I was actually bashing my head into my desk trying to figure out what his voice was. I, re- I realized was I, it, was, it was Max Goof from uh, a Goofy yeah. movie. That's where I knew him from. <laughs> and then I... I, I, I uh, wait, was it in this one I accurately guessed Tim Curry? No, that was uh, Jimmy Neutron. And Jimmy Neutron, I accurately guessed the character was it was Tim Curry because I thought he was someone Wait. else, but I also got it still <laughs> by just by saying Tim Curry. Which, which Morgan? Do you know what? Because we had this conversation, Morgan. Where? What? When you think of Tim Curry, where do you originally know Tim Curry from? I don't even know anymore, bro. I don't because <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. I I, I was looking at the list. And I was like, oh wait. Uh, Rocky Horror, he was in that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Laugh I it love up. that so much. Laugh it up. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Wow. Are you, t- are you telling me? Are you telling me Tom Cruise are was you, in Mission Impossible? Are you, t- are you telling me a Tim made this curry? <laughs> 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 Oh, that sucks. <laughs> All right. It sucks. All right. So the prompt was. Yeah, for, the, for, four, for those of you remembering an hour and a half ago. Bad things. One good thing. For me, the thing I enjoyed the most was Jimmy Neutron. I, I yeah. liked. I did enjoy watching the, the D&D movie. It was fun. It was really bad. And it was and it was fun. Um, there were a lot of tits bouncing around, which was awesome. Uh, there was also so many just frame drops for some fucking reason. It was weird. 
There I, were unicorns of uh, frame drop. I would watch the sequel. Um, yeah, it, it's coming. Don't worry. They promised. The, yeah. Uh, there's. But that's kind of the thing, though, right? Yeah. Like, Jimmy Neutron is definitely good. But Dragonlance, I enjoyed it. So, but one farming. We're not quite at one good for bad. One 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 farming artist said that they have terrible taste. Yes, they which they, means. they sent the Jimmy Neutron one, which I feel like if they said Jimmy Neutron as a whole, that would be the obvious good one. But they pick this episode, and it's the Mpreg episode, and I think that was meant to be bad. I think. And I'm sorry. I think One Farming Artist is a Ninjago fan. I think this this person was on Tumblr fanficking Ninjago their entire life. I think that's okay. what their thing was. Now, I I understand where you're coming from with that, but I have one. I have a qualm with your theory. Oh yeah, and Kwame. it's that if they were on Tumblr, yeah, qualm me, enjoying. Let's go. <laughs> if they were on Tumblr enjoying Ninjago. The Venn diagram of people on Tumblr enjoying Ninjago and Mpreg enjoyers is a circle. So there's no way that... So I think if you disqualify one, you have to disqualify the other. But when we say something's bad, they might have just said, oh, this is an upsetting thing. That makes it bad. I don't know. I don't know. I Because I think if we asked them, they would say that Jimmy Neutron is probably a good show, but this was meant to be a bad episode. I, we're obviously trying to mind read you, so please do tweet at us at SMCP underscore show what the what your answer to this question is. I think I'm locking in for I mean, I'm not going to be mean and say Joshua in the promised land. Um, that's pretty just unquestionably. I, I truly think I know art is subjective, but I think truly that's objectively a terrible movie. Um, and I really hope it's not the garden. It's art is subjective, but, but that wasn't art. So it's true. That's true. I, I almost wonder if it is Dragonlance, if they're really into Dragonlance. I could see the problem with this being 2008, right? Like I could see, well, it depends on how old the one farming artist is, because I could see this being mm. like one of six DVDs I own as a kid, right? For me, it was a Digimon right, just, movie. You play it over and, and over. For me, it was a yeah, Digimon yeah. movie. But if this was one of them, I feel like this would have been one I could have grown up on. And this gets me into D and D and now I'm a big fantasy nerd and mm-hmm. I love the rings, but this was my entry point. And I, and I am having a childhood love of this movie. I could see that. Yeah. That, that seems like a reasonable possibility, even if it's bad, you know, my family loves the Jim Carrey Grinch movie, but that's apparently terrible. It's apparently people so hate that movie. Fucking bad. Just, but we it, watched it, it since vertigo. childhood it and we ver- love it. No, I don't. No, I mean, we like me and my family. It gives me vertigo watching it because the camera angles are so fucking whacked out of their mind. This dude's fucking German as shit with these Dutch angles, bro. This dude's (laughs) initiating the Third Reich with his angles. They're so Dutch. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But but, but to, to, to the point, I could see it being Dragonlance. Maybe that's insulting. I don't know. I, I truly don't know the, what the online rhetoric about Dragonlance is. I've but I think that's my vote. I think that's my vote. Yeah, me neither. I, I like to think I'm pretty plugged into the internet, but I've never heard of it. I don't know. Is it legendarily bad? Is it just bad? Is it so bad it's good? I don't know. I liked it. All right. Jesse. I would still rate Jimmy Neutron above everything, though. I think that's the, the winner. Jesse, before yeah. uh, I ask you where they can find us, I want to mm-hmm. know from the audience, did this episode fucking work? Like, this was like something we threw out as a joke. Someone <laughs> responded, so we, we, we were obligated because uh, we're not... 
Oh man, what was it called when you uh when you like said you would do something on Reddit and then you didn't do it? What were you called? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember what the name was. There was but like a I thing. Know of, there was. Uh, there was like I said I would eat ten tons of spaghetti, and I don't want to be called a, a liar memer. What was it? I think it was like a uh, it's like a karma thief. No, no, no. Like it was that. like a phony. It was like a funny mean thing to say. I don't know. I don't remember. I gotta look it up really quick. No, definitely not. I don't know. Oh man. A phone. It was like a phony baloney, but it wasn't that. It was like some like original thing. Ah, uh, but anyways. So if this episode worked for you and you liked it, maybe suggest another gauntlet. You know, that's fine. Or suggest an individual thing. And also, because we've done this, just because we've done this, doesn't mean we we can't do a whole episode on Ninjago in the future or Jimmy Neutron. It does mean that or we're not. Garden. No, it does mean we're not going to do an episode on the garden. It does mean we're not going to do okay, an episode on Joshua and the Promised Land. It does mean we're not going to okay. do a whole episode on Dragonlance. Okay, but you know, I, I kind of like this as just a. This is just five micro episodes in a row because I don't yeah. think we could get a full episode out of that single episode of Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. A full episode out of we could maybe wrestle one out of Dragonlance, but I don't know how much I have to say about it ultimately. It's like I said, it's even at the end. I still think its biggest crime is that it's kind of boring. Yeah. At times you know the art's terrible or not not the art but some of the cg animation is terrible some of the 2d animation is bad but the biggest crime it has is that it's mostly boring except for the ending which rules uh but i do like the idea of hey here's a scatter shot here's a bunch of little things i guess not even necessarily little because some of these are movies but here's a bunch of shit and just see what you can do with it i kind of like the idea but yeah audience let us know if uh, if this is a thing that makes sense and again like morgan said if you have suggestions shoot them at us yep I've re- I Shoot your know load. I'm going to regret saying that in the future. Uh, Jesse, where can they find us? It has us? some protein in it, as I've heard. If you want to find us, you can do so at SMCP underscore show on Twitter. Or if you want to find us individually, do so at Simon Comics or at JPerYouKnow. You can also listen to prior episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and wherever you're listening to this one. If you like it, remember to give it five stars. Remember like, comment, share, uh, retweet, whatever. Get it out there. Talk about us. Tell, us, tell, tell your friends about us. Uh, every... Every interaction boosts my fragile, fragile ego, especially after recent podcast events. Please make this worth it. All right. Goodbye, y'all. I love you. And I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm not, You're I doing great. Uh, you're doing great. And that, mm. that, that thing you've been really stressed about, don't even worry about it. You're going to do great. I'm, I'm, I'm not right. comfortable enough telling them how much I love them. I'm too, I'm too emotionally enclosed. <laughs> <laughs>